Welcome to HG Church Podcast, where we provide clarity in life through Jesus Christ. We are so glad you are joining, and wherever you are listening from, we believe God will provide you clarity through today's message. Good evening, HD Church. Welcome to HD Online. Once again, my name is Jason, and I get the opportunity today to share the Word of God with you. You know, I really enjoy uh, the opportunity that I have to share God's Word with you. And and my prayer is that you guys um, take the time to listen to these um, sermons and kind of meditate on what is being said. You know, it's it's not about me. It's not about anybody that's up here. And what it's about is God's word. And when God's word goes forth, you know, that's when you hear God's voice. Okay, it might not be something that I say, but you might hear God speak to you in a certain way. Amen. And that's the type of stuff that we need to hold on to. Amen. So grab your Bibles and get ready. We are in our midweek series. It's called Project R, and we're talking about righteousness. And today I want to talk about walking in righteousness. Amen. We're going to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I'm going to be reading verses 20 through 21. It says this, Now then... We are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Verse 21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Okay. One of the most important things that we need to know as a believer and we need to understand is that we are righteous. Amen. Romans 5:19 says for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. The word righteous right here that's used in the Greek is the word dikaios. And it means to be just or right without partiality or prejudice. So we need to understand that we are made righteous totally and completely in Christ. Amen. If you are in Christ, then you are righteous. All right. You might ask, how am I righteous? Okay. I I don't feel like I'm righteous. And and sometimes I do things that, that make me think otherwise. But the way that you are righteous is by believing. Romans 10.10 says, For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. And as a body of Christ, the church, we have to get this settled in our hearts that we are righteous. Okay, so today I want to talk to you about walking in righteousness. And there are some things that um, that I believe that we need to understand about walking in righteousness. And the first thing is that we have an enemy. Okay, we have an enemy. The enemy is the devil, Satan. He's also called the accuser of the brethren. And he's also known as our adversary. In 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. This word adversary in the Greek is the word antidikos. And it's a compound word. So the first word, anti, means against. And the second word is deco, which is the root word for righteousness. So when you put these words together, 
It means that we have an enemy that hates righteousness, that is against righteousness. Okay, so that's very, very important when we go, we go further in this walk of righteousness that we know that this enemy that we have, he hates us. And his desire is to kill, steal, and destroy, and to be against anything that is righteous. Amen? So there's a, matter, there, there's a way that he works, the enemy, and, 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 it's, and it's his strategy. He only has one. His strategy for coming at you and for coming at me as believers is by our thoughts. That's the only way that he can affect us. Okay, he throws those fiery darts of unbelief or doubt. And the thing he's trying to do is he, he's trying to get us to believe that we're not righteous. Okay, um, immediately he comes when, whenever we do something wrong or we 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 feel like we we do something that's um, maybe not um, holy or Christ like or as a believer, as a Christian, not Christian like. Okay, he comes immediately to try to uh, put that thought in your mind that you're not righteous or you're not good or anything like that. That's exactly how he works. And that's the only way that he can come against you. But what we have to start doing is we have to start believing that we are righteous. Okay, we have to have this settled in our hearts, because if you start thinking that you're not righteous, then it won't be long before we start speaking against being righteous, okay? So we have to get those thoughts out of our mind. Anything that comes against us negatively, all right, about us being righteous, we need to shut it down, amen? The Bible says that we're supposed to cast those things down. It says, cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, amen? Something that God has been showing me and he's been helping me with is, is to not focus on these negative thoughts, okay? And not just not focusing on them, but not acting on them. In other words, not speaking. Once you get those negative thoughts, it's really, really important that we don't speak. And this is something that God has been helping me with. And the other day I was driving and I was meditating on this and God um, he impressed me to, to record this. So I, I was recording what I had on my mind. And he says, and it says this, God is helping me by not thinking negative thoughts. And you might say, well, of course, you're not supposed to think negative thoughts. But what about when people do bad things or negative things? Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's when we have to not think negative thoughts. So the way around it, is to only think positive thoughts or focus on things positive, okay? We, we focus on the positive about people even when they do bad things. Like I said, this is something that God impressed on me, and this is something that he's been helping me with lately, okay? And I, I'm not by any way saying that I've perfected this at all. This is just something that's helping me. Amen? Amen. So the bottom line is that we have an enemy, but our enemy is defeated, and that's where we need to keep him. We need to keep him under our feet, crushed, and that's his position, defeated. Amen? Don't give the devil any place. The Bible says to not give him any place. And when we stop letting him try to um, bring these, these thoughts, 
Okay, let us um, thinking um, evil about ourselves or about other people, then we can control um, our walk. Amen. And then we can control um, basically how our life is. We have to focus our thoughts on what God says. And what God says is that we were made righteous. Amen. Amen. The second thing that we need to know about when we're walking in righteousness is righteousness is part of our spiritual armor. In Ephesians chapter six, it talks about putting on the whole armor of God. Amen. Verse 13 and chapter six says that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And then verse 14 says, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Okay. So spiritually we have to put on righteousness. Amen. Just like a soldier, just like these Roman soldiers put on the breastplate. That's exactly what we have to do. Okay, I think this is interesting that Paul um, compares righteousness to a Roman soldier's breastplate. So I'm going to talk a little bit about a Roman soldier's breastplate uh, so we can get an idea of what um, Paul was talking about. So the breastplate, it went from the neck and it covered the whole front of the soldier and it went down past his waist and covered his legs. Amen. And then the back piece of it, because there was two pieces, the back piece went down his back and it all went all the way past his waist. Okay, so the soldier was covered front and back. Amen. The breastplate covered all the major organs of the body. So it's safe to say that the Roman soldier would never go into battle without having this breastplate on. And spiritually, we should keep on our breastplate of righteousness as well, okay? Because it covers us in the same way. It, it covers us from all the enemy's attacks, from the ones that we can see, the ones in front, and the ones that we can't see, the ones that are from behind, amen? He's got us covered from front and back, amen? That's what righteousness does for us. Just like a um, piece of armor um, that... that Paul was talking about, he talks about the shoes, the helmet, and the breastplate. He says that we have to put it on. Amen. So in the Greek, this word put on is the word in duo. And it means, um, well, it's in the imperative tense. So that means that Paul is not suggesting that you put on this piece of armor or put on the whole armor of God. Basically, what he's saying, he's commanding us to put on the breastplate. He's commanding us to put on the armor of God. So we have to look at it like this. This is not a command. You have to put on this breastplate of righteousness. Amen. So how do you put it on? Like I said before, you put it on by believing. In Genesis fifteen six, it also says, and he believing in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. So when Abraham believed in the Lord, the Lord accounted it to him for righteousness. Amen. We put it on by believing. We, ha we also have to keep it on. Okay. And the only way to keep it on is by constant fellowship with God. It's important that we stay in constant fellowship with God. I promise you, um, if you stop coming to church... If you stop reading God's word, if you stop hearing God's word, 
then you will start to have feelings of being without God. Amen. You start feeling like you're not um, that you're far from him. Amen. But when you stay in fellowship, you stay close. You know that you are made righteous. Amen. And God will never leave us. God will never forsake us. But when you get out of that fellowship in our minds, we start thinking that we're away from God. And that's what we need to stay away from. Amen. The third thing that we need to know about walking in righteousness is boldness and confidence. Boldness and confidence. When you understand and know that you're righteous, you have a boldness about you. In Acts 4.13, it says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. So we have to understand that our righteousness comes from God. Amen. When we spend time with him, when we stay in that fellowship, when we walk in this righteousness, we will have a bold kind of faith. Amen. We'll be bold enough to say that I'm a believer no matter where we're at. We'll be bold enough to pray for somebody in need. Um, anywhere, anytime, any place, without hesitation. Amen. We'll be bold enough to lead a stranger or even a family member to the Lord. That's what boldness is. You know, I can remember um, the early times when I used to go, when I first started going with the chariots. And the first time I went with them, I was kind of nervous, you know, because I didn't really I was a Bible student. I wasn't even a chariot. And I was with these guys and they're out there getting it. They're just ministering to people, talking to people. And there was no problem with them. And, but for me, I, I just I sat back a little bit and watched. And, you know, I would get out a little bit, but little things deterred you. But as I started growing, as I started realizing, as I started doing it more, it, it kind of gave me a boldness. And now, you know, I'm able to talk to people. I'm able to start conversations with people. I'm able to go up to perfect strangers and start talking to them about God. This is what righteousness will do. You know, knowing that you are righteous will give you a boldness to be able to do stuff like this. You know, and, and not, it's not just that. It's other areas, too. You'll be bold enough to sing. You'll be bold enough to do whatever God has called you to do. Because you know that you are righteous and that gives you that boldness. Amen. It also gives you confidence. Amen. And when I was looking at these words, it's interesting that the words confidence and boldness in the Bible, the Greek word is the exact same word. It's the word parousia. And it means frankness, bluntness or assurance. Amen. In 1 John chapter 5 verses 14 and 15, it says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Amen. Confidence is knowing that whatever you ask, that you are going to receive it. Amen. This will definitely change the way you pray. Knowing that you are righteous gives you this confidence. I look at the apostles and I, I like to look at the way they change. Um, Peter, you know, Peter before 
Um, he denied Jesus three times. But then after the day of Pentecost, he, he, something empowered him. The Holy Spirit empowered him. He, he had to know that he was righteous for, because he didn't look back at the stuff that was behind him. He got up there and he preached a sermon and 3,000 souls were added to the kingdom. And then you look at Paul. Paul previously, he, he was tormenting Christians, dragging them out of their houses, was responsible for killings. You know, Paul was a bad guy, you know, but once he got this revelation about Jesus, then he had to put on this righteousness. He had to forget all this stuff that was behind him. And then he penned in Philippians 3.13. He said, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Amen. You have to to forget about the, the past, to be able to go ahead and know that you are righteous, even after you did those things that comes from God. Amen. And that comes be, by knowing that you are righteous. And then we look at Jesus. Jesus is our perfect example of, of, of the way that righteousness gives you a confidence. You know, the way he walked, the way he talked, the way he taught all the teachers of the day, they, they were, confused they didn't understand it um because he spoke with such authority amen and that's because he was bold and that's because he was confident amen and when you understand and you know that you are made righteous you will be confident and bold as well amen amen well i hope that blessed you um you know i believe that this this midweek series is going to be good talking about our righteousness. This is so important that we realize this as believers and we get an understanding that we are made righteous in Him. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. To find out more about HD Church, like upcoming events, ways to give, and much more, be sure to check out our website at hdchurchdelano.org. Grace and peace be with you all.